So, currently, I'm walking throughout my neighborhood, and it's Monday, 2.48 p.m. in the afternoon, July 26th, and, yeah, I'm walking throughout my neighborhood, which is nice, you know, getting some exercise and just seeing how everything is. I used to, I, so that's like, if you hear any kind of like sounds or any like background noise at all, it's just background noise. And that's why I just know that the wind's gonna be like blowing on me sometimes. And so it's gonna sound like really windy and everything. But, uh, you know, I guess this makes up for the fact that I don't put any kind of music or, like, anything in the background. So I guess when I'm not talking, you could just listen to the bogs or the tree rustling or anything at all, really. So, yeah. And... I'm just going to be covering what went on in LA and maybe talk about here. And yeah, it's just going to be awkward because since I'm walking around, there's going to be other people I'm going to be passing by. But the good thing is that since I have my headphones in, my earbuds in, um, they hopefully think I'm just talking on the phone. Because I'm just going to look like a crazy person. Um, I'm just going to still try and avoid people because that's going to be awkward. I haven't started walking that much. And I'm like already kind of sweating. Um, it's kind of humid out here. So. My mom. My grandma on my mom's side, she had 13 kids that I've been told. Um, yeah, because my family's crazy and things just appear. And, you know, oh man, I got something stuck in my shoe. Things just appear and happen, you know. So, anyways, when we got there, now LA, my cousin picked us up. My cousin was the daughter of my aunt, which is my mom's sister. And they're really nice. Um... You know, it took a while to pick us up because she didn't know exactly how to how to do that. And I was like, you know, her flying is unaccompanied minors, so we're going to need you to come inside and, like, actually come in and pick us up. And she was like, oh, I thought I could just pick you guys up, like, and you guys would be waiting out here so I wouldn't have to get off the car. And I was like, no, you had to come in. And it was, like, on 
like about two hours for her trying to find parking to pick us up and finally she picked us up when we were order- oh sorry <laughs> ordering food from this place for this other unaccompanied minor. It was three of us, me, my nephew, and this other kid. And the flight attendant was obviously there with us. Flight attendant or like airport staff, you know. I didn't know that, you know, they got this kind of like free food or whatever. But they do. Like the unaccompanied minors do. They print out this ticket, and I think it's not even worth that much. I think it's like $12 that you have on it that you get, like, with a discount. And this is on Delta Airlines, so I don't know if it's different for other airlines. But, I mean, the flight was great. We made a stop, and the plane that took us, we made a stop in Minnesota. The plane that took us from Minnesota to LA had screens on the seats. So that was fun. We got to play games and we played Texas Hold'em poker with the other passengers on our screens because you could invite other passengers and, you know, do that. And that was fun. But I guess I'm a, like, you know, skip over through all the details and just tell you, like, the most important parts, I guess. We were there with that, like, in my family, we have a a ginormous family um, that I don't even know everyone's names or know them all too well. And, you know, every time you see one of those family members, they're like, oh, yeah, do you remember you you saw me, like, two point seconds for, like, point two seconds when you were, like, a baby or whatever? And I was like, no, I absolutely don't know who you are. I don't know what's your name. I don't even know how you're related to us. But, yeah, I have a lot of family, and it's just crazy because there's so many people just spread out through LA. Some others spread out through the rest of California. So that's how it is. And we got there and that same day I asked where my uncle was because the people that we're staying with, it was like a, it's like a two story house. So, there's people living on the bottom, and there's people living on the top, Um, because, you know, trying to cram the most people into one space as possible, and California renting or living, you know how that's all like. So, that was going on, and my aunt lived at the top, and the people who lived at the bottom was some other relative, it was some other aunts, and I kind of, my mom, not my mom, my mom's grandma, she has two different, like, husbands, 
kids, so, like, two different, like, I guess, sets or whatever, so there's, like, what I would consider, like, growing up in my life, like, my main aunts and uncles, and then, like, secondary aunts and uncles, because they're just not as, I guess, important to me, because they're just not as important to my mom, because she never... She does talk to them and get along with them, but not as close as she does to the siblings that are related, that she's related from the same dad. There, there would be her step-siblings, not step-siblings, half-siblings, I guess. She related more to her full siblings than her half-siblings, because her half-siblings were born a lot later than she was, and, you know, what kind of tied them, her and her full siblings together was their death of their dad, my grandpa, um, so yeah, and I asked where my uncle was from my aunt, so like her husband, until my cousin, and she was just like, I don't know, she was just kind of like, she like, was just like rudely and was like, yeah, like, you know, I don't know, he was just like around or whatever. Um, it wasn't like, she, she was like rude about it, but she wasn't saying it to be rude to me. She was just kind of in the kind of rude that you're mad at, at a person. So I don't know the last time I remember people being rude like that when talking about a father figure, mostly, you know, with what I've felt in my life and like seeing others is mostly that's when their dad's like a cheater or something so I don't know what's going on exactly but I just assume that um because you know that just happens it's it's common I guess it's too common so that happened what did I do my second day I think, um, we met up with my dad the second day, because me and my nephew, my dad, me and my nephew went on a separate flight, and my dad was at Dover River Company Finders, if you could piece that together. So, my dad, we met up with him on the second day, and he took us to where he was staying with my aunts on his side of the family. She's related to us because his brother used to be married to her, but then got divorced. His, my dad's brother and is very, he's very shallow and he's, he's like mean and he's, just wants to, he just loves to brag, and not that he's ever been mean to me, he's just mean to other people, the only reason he's not been mean to me is because I'm his nephew, so he doesn't see me as like a threat or anything, or something that can out like outshine him because remember 
adults don't see kids as human beings. So because of that, he was never mean to me because he never saw me as a threat because I'm not a human being. And so he divorced my aunt because she got thyroid disease and she used to be like really skinny and pretty. Not that she isn't anymore. It's just that she got a lot of, she got a lot more weight because of that. And, you know, he's shallow, so they divorced. And married another skinny woman and moved to Mexico. And so now she's there, divorced. And they just also, you know, fought a lot. So that just added into the divorce. And now she's happy. She's never die now. So that's sweet. But yeah, that's my dad was staying with. How would that be his ex-sister-in-law? Something like that. And they live in a townhouse. If you don't know what that means, it's a house that's split in the middle, and it's made into two two houses. So it's all the building is all the house is all one house, but there's just this wall down the middle, and you're just supposed to act like it's two houses, I guess. But it's in the same building, so if you like tap on the wall, you can hear the people next to you. So, um, on the other side was my aunt. I always, she's super sweet. Um, she's going through breast cancer right now. So when I saw her, she looked completely different than I used to see her. She used to have long curly hair. But... Because of that, now, um, and all the treatments and that she's been getting, and it's, I'm pretty sure it's because of tumor in her breast or whatever, because that's how breast cancer works. Um, she removed one of her breasts, so now she has one. She never told me that, but you could see it. And I didn't notice until after a bit, actually. And she had short hair. Her hair started to regrow, but it was short. Like, maybe about, like, half an inch long. So not much. And this was one of the Move out of the way. So, yeah, she was a lot different than I see her. She's really sweet. She's going to cancer. She has two kids. Um, the oldest one, I used to play with him when I was younger, growing up in L.A. But now he's a lot more, you know, of a, what all boys are. Uh, he's a... He's a straight cis boy, so that that's enough to know what he's like. 
straight says teenage boy. That's enough to know what he's like. Um, his younger brother, he's still young. He's really fun. He's really cool. Not to say that, like, my other cousin is, like, not cool. It's just he doesn't talk to people, you know. Boys and their things and whatever. They like to just um, stay in their rooms and not talk much and, you know, kind of just keep to themselves for most of the time because they're growing up, they're not made to feel like if they can talk about things. So when they're all grown up, they just have such little intellect about the little to no intellect about the human experience. And it might feel like hypocritical that I'm saying, you know, boys and all these things, but I don't know. I'm not, I don't want to be that bitch and be like, I'm not like other boys, I'm not like other girls, you guys, I'm quirky. But like, it's, I don't know, it's quirky now and now it's like a thing to not be like other people. But back then, in the early 2000s, you wanted to be like other people, you know? Um... And, like, mostly for me, growing up as, like, a gay kid, a gay brown kid in LA, I just wanted to fit in with the rest. And I didn't know I was gay back then, so it was hard. Because I've never seen it on, like, anywhere, and I didn't, I never knew what it was. I just knew at that time that two people of the same sex for something to be disgusted and ashamed by. And I didn't know I was like that. So growing up, there was just a whole different experience for me. I saw other boys. I was a boy, but I never really felt like a boy. And it's just like every time I just, they, uh, the other boys, they would just be so like misogynistic and I didn't know what, what that was at the time, but they were just so like annoying and, you know, being what straight boys do is disgusting and I just didn't see have the see the same way they thought about girls as I did and I could never relate to that but I didn't know that's what it was and every time I just hated getting along with boys because they taught differently they they did stuff differently than I was and I was always so confused and kind of jealous because It's like all these boys were in like some after some like club, some secret club that I couldn't know about and I couldn't join. And they were just so stupid. So 
Yeah. I that's how a little glimpse, I guess, of my kid years. And so yeah, his younger brothers are a lot cooler. I always thought they were related to me because of my mom. And like but I guess not because every time someone was like what where were you at? Like where with who were you who were you with? And I would be like, um, I was with my aunt, you know, you know, like aunt such and such and she was like, I don't know who that is. I think I remember her name. I was like because most of the family who lives there in LA is my mom's family because my grandma was a hoe. Um, literally. And she was a, just a terrible mom. And, you know, she liked drugs and smoking and alcohol and just about anything that could ruin your body and ruin your relationships with other people. And so, yeah, that's why there's a lot of family there in L.A. <laughs> and so, yeah, every time they would ask me, like, who are you with? I would be like, you know what? Isn't, isn't she related to you? Aren't you, like, maybe, like, cousins or something or, like, or like half-siblings? And I never told them that, but I was just like, oh, well, how do you not know who they are? They're, like iconic people in my life and it's because not until I got back here was that I found out that she isn't related to us through my mom's side she's related to us through my dad's side because my uncle is cousins with my dad and that's how we're related, and I didn't know that, I was just confused, I mean, I thought that we were related through my aunt, but I guess my aunt's the one who's married, who married into the family, I thought, I always thought it was my uncle, because my aunt looks like she could be my mom's sibling, because she has a lot, like, paler skin, and she has, like, brown, curly hair, and that's what my mom has, so, you know... I guess not. My uncle, he's a lot um, darker. He's like, like not tan, darker, like, like very, very dark brown. You know, not black because black is a different type of brown shade. When you're black, you can obviously tell that that other people are black, you know? Like, the, just like, because there's different, like, cultural differences. But you can, just like, you can tell that a white person is tan and not brown because when they tan, they turn orange instead of actually tan. And when brown people like us when we're already tan and so we get darker you know we just look like a darker shade that we were of ourselves 
and that's how he looks like. He's dark brown, like you know that you can obviously tell that he's not black, but he has a dark enough skin tone that if you were to see him at a super, super far distance, you would think he maybe was black, but yeah, when you walk closer, you obviously can tell that, you know, it's just a, a brown man with dark brown skin. So, yeah, because my, fam- my dad's family and my dad's a lot darker. Um, I don't know, I wish I could say something about, like, my ancestral ties or whatever. How I am a brown person, (laughs) but I don't have any statistics. I don't know where my parents came from. They don't know where they came from. So, the my dad has no idea where he came from. My mom has somewhat of an idea because, um. She just says that because, as I was saying before, that loud truck came by, she says that when she was growing up, she remembers seeing this picture of, I think it was her grandparents um, were obviously dead by the time, like, she was a kid, but her grandparents were, um, I think, who was, I think it might have been on her dad's side, I don't know, what's that, to be honest, but her grandparents were white people, and all she really knew about them is that they're from Spain, and they're white people. Her grandpa have blue eyes. Her grandma have blue eyes. And blonde hair. And her grandpa have blue eyes and brown hair. And they're from Spain. And they got married and came to Mexico. After they got married, they moved to Mexico. And that's all she really knows. And it makes sense, you know, my mom is a lot more wider for uh, a Mexican woman. And some people even tell her that she looks like she's going to be a white person. She looks in this case for a white person, but once she, she opens her, her mouth and she starts talking, you obviously know and her accent is so thick, she can't speak or like enunciate her words correctly. So there's that. And you know, Mexico and Latin America and their colorism and the racism just really shines through with my dad. Um, cause he's, he's, cause he swears he's not from, from Native Americans, 
um, in Latin America because, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm not Native American, though. I'm a Mexican. And it's like, um, I mean, it's like, dude, you're like brown as heck. And you swear you're not from Native Americans. You swear if you're like from the white people or something. Like, have you not seen your family? Like, they look like my dad's side of the family. Like, they look a lot more indigenous than my mom's side. And. So, yeah, but then again, he also doesn't know where he's from. I think he just doesn't want to be um, from Native American people because they're just taught to, like, see them as worse people. And they're taught to believe that, like, I don't know, like, colonization was a good thing or something. So they're kind of crazy as hell. So, yeah. That was our second day, and we were going to go back to stay with the aunt we first came with, but we didn't. We stayed there for two days, and then not long after, I called my, my one of my favorite cousins I met last time, because she was the accompanying party to my other cousin's 15th birthday. So, so, I texted her and I was like, yeah, I'm like, you know, like the last time we saw each other was like four years ago. Um, and, you know, your mom told me to like, call you, but I didn't want to wake you up, and she was like, yeah, you know, I have a job, I'm going to do a job in India, I'll call you after, and I was like, okay, so that day in the morning, we went to see my uncle, again, on my mom's side, brother to my mom, he's the uncle that, uh, with the family that I had falling out with. It wasn't really like a falling out, I guess. It was more than just being rude to me and me not ever talking to them again. So, that's what happened. We went over to his store and I didn't really want to go see him. They're doing construction, so that's why it's a lot more noisier. So I didn't want to go see him, so that's why I didn't want to go to the store, to his store. But we walked there, you know, a long walk. It, the store wasn't actually that far away from where we were staying. It was like a three-minute drive, a four-minute drive. But walking in the morning heat was really killing us. So we got there, and we talk. He's really sweet. He's always been nice. He's just, it just sucks that I can't really, you know, hang out with him or really talk to him much because I know in order to do that, I have to bear talking to 
my cousins and my aunts. And not all my cousins are bad. Like, there's two of them. There's Junior, who is named after my uncle, obviously, and his younger sister. And they're really cool. They're the two youngest. Yeah, they're cool. And I like talking to them, but they don't... I can't talk to them because um, I have to talk to the rest. So I'd rather just not talk to them at all in order to avoid the uncomfiness of it all. So we were there for a while, and I didn't talk to much. My dad did. So after I went... We went with him. We went back to the house that we were staying at, the one that we were staying at the second day, the aunt with my cancer. And later on, my cousin picked me up, and she's related to me, to our family, because we're second cousins, I guess you would call it, because... Her mom is my mom's cousin, and I thought it was only two of them, but I guess apparently there's four. They're all really cool. Two of them are like full-on adults. The other one's like technically an adult, the one that I was talking to, because she's like 19, I'm pretty sure. And then the youngest one just turned 15, but she's super cool. They're all so fun. They're all so fly, you know. That's why I like hanging out with them. And the two oldest ones, I don't know which one's the oldest one exactly. <laughs> oh, sorry, I need to sneeze. I don't know which one's the oldest one exactly. But she... Um... One of them has four kids. Um, the oldest one is 14. The youngest one is in diapers. So, says a lot about society. Just kidding. I don't know. I should probably start heading back. Because I'm going to have to go off to work soon. Oh man, let's hope I can get back before I'm changing in time. Anyways, so I'm I'm quickly walking back. I gotta finish out this rest of the story. Of I guess at least maybe just the first week. Um and if I could just stop saying um and just like actually talk. So yeah. We were there, it was fun. I was there. My nephew wasn't there. He came on us, like, the, the second day I was with them because he got, that morning his dad had called me, and I didn't answer because I didn't know his number. I don't have his number saved on my phone. And he texted me if um, he could talk to Oscar, which is my younger nephew. And I was like, you know, he's not with me. He's with my dad. 
call him. I don't know. And so he called my dad. And um, my dad um, answered the phone, talked to him, obviously. And then just he and his dad like, are like kind of friends. So, yeah. Because they got along well when they first, like, you know, met each other. And they were there for, like, each other, obviously, because he's, like, his step-daughter's hair. What is it? What is it? What is it when you call? Because he's not from, obviously, my sister isn't from him. He's from, she's from another father, but... Are you called stepdaughter? Because I know if if they were like, I know if I had like another sibling from like another parent or whatever, because they married into whatever, that would be like step sibling. But does that work that way? Is that like stepdaughter? Anyways, I'm gonna say stepdaughter. So yeah, his like stepdaughter's husband, which makes him his step son-in-law. I'm not sure how all these names and titles work exactly. So, yeah, I just need to cross the street and I'm like so much crazy. Oh man, I can't walk over there. Because they're doing construction, I totally forgot about that. Oh, it's, it's hot outside. Anyway, so yeah. And yeah, they got along with each other. They were both get along because they just have so much in common, you know? They're both old men who don't like to show up for their kids, who are cheaters, and who don't really care about making other people feel bad and the time they only really fight and argue with other people is when they feel bad themselves they throw tantrums like their kids not like their kids like kids like as if they were kids so they have a lot in common and that's why they're like still kind of friends now. Um, but my dad's cheating never was fully aired out and set out there in front of everyone to shame him for it. Because you know, we were decent people in my family. And I'm sorry, let me just take a break from talking so I don't have to like yell over this. Thing. It's a leaf blower. There's so much sound going on. Oh, and there's wind, you know. Kind of wind. So, let me try and finish this out. So. That's why, you know, they get along, you know, we're decent people, we can 
put it, his news out there for like everyone to get out. But we all knew what happened, what he did, and so, um, so you know, the kind of friends they had a lot in common, except my nephew's dad, which is like is this car is gonna go and you know that awkward moment when you're like oh you go and I'm like oh you go and then you're like no you go and oh you go and they're like okay I'll go and then we're both like I'll go and then like no you go and I was like you know what I'm going so yeah so my nephew my younger nephew dad which would be my ex second ex-brother-in-law, I guess, was obviously he cheated and all that. He married the lady he was cheating with or whatever, and now they have a kid, and, you know, and now because he's, like, you know, taking care of his new kid, and... He like changed religions. He thinks he's he doesn't he thinks I don't know like God forgave him for his sins or whatever, and he thinks he could just ignore um, his old family. So yeah, um, when his stuff came out, you know, obviously like everyone like him like, later came out to you know shame him. How are you going to be a cheater? And now my dad likes to be a hypocrite and, you know, be like, they're still friends, you know, whatever. But now, at least back then, they were on even playing field. But now, since um, my ex brothers in laws, like everyone's changed in, my dad feels like he has, he's on a higher level and he's in some way better than my ex-brother-in-law because at least, at least he cheated, but he cheated, but at least his stuff didn't get out into the public, you know, which is just like so stupid. Like you both cheated, like you both suck and you both are just kind of like trashy people. So, yeah. <sighs> Anyways, um, he called my dad. My dad went into the other house, my aunt's house with the breast cancer to go up there and find my nephew and tell him that his dad was calling and my nephew was eating at the time. My nephew doesn't know how to speak Spanish and so all the Spanish he talks are just phrases we say so obviously he knows how to say yes no um but he can't conjugate it he can't it's like well so you know when you talk to someone there's common responses you would give and, you know, everyone's different, so they give different common responses. So, 
my nephew knows. He's just gathered up all of our common responses, you know, gathered up all of my common responses, all of his mom's, all of my mom's, and like my dad's, and like my sister's common responses, and just like put it together and just like has it in his brain. So when someone asks him, he pulls out one of those responses. He has a list of options to choose from. But because of that, because like we, we usually use different responses for, you know, like different like questions or the way people are asking us questions in like different contexts. He doesn't know how to apply the different contexts. So the common responses aren't fit, aren't, fit for the convert for the question that people are asking so sometimes people will ask him questions that he doesn't have a perfect response for so instead of getting uh like a good response you're gonna get a response that hasn't been conjugated and doesn't fit into the context so like someone will like, I don't know, an example being, like, someone would ask him, like, hey, what color is your driveway or whatever, and, you know, that's a very, like, odd question, none of, he's never heard any of us been asked such an odd, specific question, and he doesn't know how to respond, he doesn't know how to speak Spanish, and he knows really basic words. So, and since any of uh, any of the like phrases that he's heard us say in our responses, he doesn't have none of those fit the context. So what he'll do is grab what use whatever phrase that closest fit, fits an answer to that question and use his basic knowledge of Spanish to change out a few things and you'll get something like my um like my driveway gray and you know that's how it goes and you'll get it with like that tone it's very like fast and awkward and it sounds like if something a foreigner would say you know so when my dad came in to the house and asked for his him told him his dad was calling him he was like, my nephew was like, no, I don't want to talk to him. My meeting. He was like, no, I don't want to talk. Um, I'm eating. I'm translating what his Spanish saying how it would sound in English if someone said it to you. And he was like, don't, my dad was like, don't be rude to your dad, you know, talk to him. And he was like, I don't want to talk to him. I'm eating right now. And he's very, when he talks, 
Spanish. He lacks, obviously, like, like, he sounds very monotone, and his, whatever he says just lacks emotion, because, um, those phrases are, are like, ours, you know? Like, the phrases that he says are just phrases that he's collected from other people, so, like, he, you know, we're our own people, and, you know, we say what we say, you know, you know, you're you, you're a reflection of yourself, you are yourself, no one else can be yourself, so, since these statements are from him, they're just taken from other people, he can't replicate ourselves or our emotions. So all he's left with is just kind of emptiness and he just tries to fill in with whatever little type of emotion he's feeling. And that's why it ends up monotone because it lacks emotion. So like the emotion there is that he could have had been saying it is like annoyed but he doesn't express annoyed as the person that he took the statement from so let's say like the example of the statement that he the response that he gave was a response that he heard me say to other people he doesn't express annoyed as the same way i would express express annoyed so there's only and so there's only such a small overlap of annoyed emotion that is similar so he puts that small overlap into the sentence and so you have 99.9% empty and devoid of emotion and 0.9 I mean 0.1% of the overlap of annoyed and you get that hard and complicated way of explaining it as I did. So, since there's so much emotion, there's so much lack of emotion, and he says things in monotone, it sounds like he's being sarcastic and rude. And later on that day, I get a call from my mom telling me to come home right now, go where he is right now. He needs you. He's going crazy. You know, he hasn't seen you in like two days. Um, That's why he's like probably like really mad right now. You're the only one who knows how how to calm him down, you know. I would not was like, no, I just think you guys are like misunderstanding the whole situation. And I think you guys... Just first of all, you guys are misunderstanding my the whole situation. What I think happened is I have to deal with things like these a lot at home. I was like, what I think happened is knowing my dad's grumpy nature, he stormed up in there asking him to like talk to his dad. Oscar, you know, already does not get along with us with his dad, 
So, and he was eating because they told me that he was eating. That's all I knew. As far as I knew, I just, my mom told me that he was acting crazy. He was eating and didn't want to talk to his dad. And now your dad's mad at him. And that's what she told me. And I was like, no, my dad's grumpy. He walked in there. He stormed. He told him, you know, do that. My dad, very much his the type of guy who thinks that children aren't human. So I was like, knowing him, he's going to not ask if he wants to talk to his dad. And I was like, first of all, my nephew, he doesn't, he's not going to, first of all, he's eating. Um, he doesn't want to talk to his dad. He doesn't get along with his dad. Paired with the fact that you're just walked in there with a demanding tone and demanded him to talk to his dad is going to make him even more, like, you know, frustrated. And paired with the fact that his Spanish is not well and comes off as, like, a like sarcastic you and like a, like a snarky remark you guys are my dad's grumpy nature he's gonna take it wrong because he takes a lot of things wrong and he's probably got mad and left and then because they're both so stubborn and don't like to talk about like anything they both probably just got mad at each other and that's probably what went on. And my mom was like, you know what? I don't care. You're going to go there right now. And you're going to, like, like, you know, be there with them. Like, I don't care if you have to leave, you know, whatever you are, whatever you're doing. I really don't care about that. Just go and, like, talk to him because he's crazy and you're the only one who knows about him. So that was a lot. Or not a lot, just you know, dramatic, because she just annoys us. And so then, um, you know, there's no way I can get there. I don't own a car. My boss has been taking me, like, forever. So, as I was saying, it's just that, you know, people happen to walk by, and I didn't want them. I'm, like, going to, like, drama or thing, and I don't want these kind of strangers to just listen to what I'm saying. And I know that sounds weird, because, like, you know, like, I'm doing a podcast and strangers can listen to it. But at least, you know, I don't have to see anyone in real life and like talk to them so it's not awkward so um later on we went to santa monica and we stopped by to pick him up before we went to santa monica we went clothes shopping in beverly hills 
and in Melbourne. Oh, I did not say that right. I think I said that right. I don't know. Beverly Hills, you know. Melbourne. Something, I guess that's how people say it. Anyways. So, we went there. We went to this mall, like, shopping area first. And coming back, we were going to go to a different place. It's this high-end place. And as we were walking back to the car to go to the other place, we see my cousin, the one who's 14. She sees these two um, black girls sitting on this bench. And one of them is eating like wings or something. And she's like, is that Sky Jackson? And I was like, huh? Like, she was like, she looks just like Sky Jackson. I think she is Sky Jackson. And so like, we went up to her, this other guy beat us to it. And he took a picture with her and like, you know, he asked her like if she was like Sky Jackson. She was like, yeah, I am Sky Jackson. And so I'm like, what? Anyways, I met Sky Jackson, you guys. I took a picture with Sky Jackson. Her friend was there. I don't know. It's weird. That other dude who beat us to her tried, like, hitting on her. And he's, like, an older dude. Like, a clearly older dude. He's, like, a lot bigger than her in, like, every kind of way. And he was just like, yeah, you have a boyfriend. Like, you know. And all this stuff. And it was obviously making her uncomfortable. And he's, like doing this in front of, like, me and my cousins while we're, like, waiting in, in, like, line for him to finish, like, flirting with her so we could take the picture with her, and it was awkward. It just, you know, made it awkward. So, we took a picture with her, you know, and then, you know, we did that, and then we went back to the car, went to that other place, and we went to a bunch of other stores too, like the golf store and Brain Dead and some other brands that probably cost too much money for me to go anyways. We went to this other store that was cute. It was small. All those like some like a lot of like name brand stores were like small, but you know, like and the thing about like high end stores is that they don't have those stores don't sell clothing like regular stores like all their clothes is displayed like like an art gallery or like something like it's displayed like if it's one of a kind you know there's the t-shirts like if you want a t-shirt there isn't like oh you know like a mannequin with a display of a t-shirt and like under it or like near it are like a bunch of nicely folded t-shirts that are the same kind in like different sizes. No, over there they only have the t-shirt on a nice elegant hanger on this rack and there's only one of them. If you want another size, if whenever they need to restock, they just get another one from the back and put it on there. But yeah, they're like expensive as hell. They're like like 180 or something, 75 dollars or something. Like the hoodie is like, I saw this hoodie with like the stitching on the outside and like the stitching was messed up, you know. It kind of looked distressed and like, you know, I like the art artistry of it. So I wanted to like look at it, but the price is like 100 and 
a hundred and like not a hundred. It was like a thousand like two hundred dollars or something. So I think the sixty minutes were up for the last one that or I either press the X, that's why I didn't too early, but I was always saying so I went to Santa Monica. Sorry, I'm like just like uh uh right now like the sunscreen I put is like getting into my eyes and it's kinda burning. And I have contacts in, which kind of makes it worse. So, shoot, I need to hurry up to the house a lot faster to get ready for work. Anyway. So. Yeah. And I'm, like, dying right now. And then. Gosh, this sunscreen, you know. So, we picked them up. Then. You know, we went to Santa Monica. We didn't have a lot of time there because it was nighttime. So they were like about to close. So that happened. And so then we went home and he stayed with us and our cousins for like basically the most of the time that we were there. We stayed there for like the like a week ish and a half or whatever because we stayed there from like the like the fourth day till basically like yeah it was like a week basically we spent a week basically there and it was great and you know we went hiking in the Hollywood Hills we went to the observatory we I don't know probably did other more stuff that I can't remember. And it was great. I didn't have any talking to do with other family members because I didn't really want to go see them because I don't get along with them. That, or I just don't talk to them at all. And so, um, this one time my mom um, called me to ask when I was going to go see my uncle, which was the uncle, which is related to us because he's one of another of my mom's brothers. He's the oldest brother, older than her. And they get along because they're the oldest siblings. Um, and the thing about him is that... He's very reserved and kind of kept to himself, and he can't pick up on social cues, and he can't understand people outside of his own little realm of family members that he knows. So, um, he's just, you know, like always kept to himself. He doesn't say much. He's never said much to me every time I ever seen him in my life. He only says about two sentences and that's it. He never knows what to ask. He never knows what to say. But he does know how to communicate with my mom because he's part of her realm. But I'm not. I'm just expected to see him by default by both of them because they think that because they get along and, you know, children aren't their own people. Children aren't 
human beings and we're not seen as human beings. So I'm not seen as as myself. I'm seen as an extension of my mom. And since my mom really gets really gets along with him, I'm in I'm basically a mini version of my mom and that's I guess just what people think and like expect me to be. I like think that's how I am. So they just expect me to talk to him and, you know, get along with him, but I'm nothing like them. So I don't get along with him. And I told, I just told her I would see him. And she was like, when? I was like, I don't know, you know, I'll figure it out. She was like, yeah, when are you going to see him? And I was like, I don't know, I don't, I'll figure it out, you know? And so... I called my dad, and I didn't call my dad, I texted him, I texted him, hey, can, you know, we go see such and such uncle, on, I told him, like, tomorrow, in the morning or something, he was like, no, I'm gonna see your other uncle, the uncle that I have issues with his family, and, you know, he invited me to, like, I don't know, some, because they're making some dinner or whatever, and so... I was, I was, I told him, I was like, yeah, can you come with me and when if you can see his such and such uncle on, like, Tuesday on, or in, like, the morning, and, you know, it's because, like, I don't want it to be awkward, and he was like, okay, but, like, you know, I'm, I, he said, um, he was like, okay, when and aren't you going and I was like I am going I just said I was going I said Tuesday in the morning and he was like okay when and I was like Tuesday and he was like I can't today I'm walking around in St. Pedro and I was like I didn't say today I said Tuesday and he was like, no, I'm with that uncle that, you know, you have issues with. Um, and he didn't say him like that, but that, I'm just calling it that because that's how you guys know. So, um, so I can't, and I was like, well, we can see him later. And he was like, and I was like, because I don't want to go alone because it's going to be awkward. Out. And he was like, I don't want to talk to him either. I don't talk to him like that. And he was like, just call your mom and tell her that you don't want to see him. <laughs> I was going to do that, but it just makes me, like, I don't want to call her to tell her that because she's weird, so she's going to take it either one out of two ways. She's going to, she's going to be chill about it and okay, or she's going to freak out and get mad at me and be like, why aren't you go, going to see him? Like, you don't love him or anything or whatever. Like, he's so nice to you. Like, he hasn't been rude to you at all. I don't know why you're being like this and stuff like that. So, I called her and she was like, okay. And I was like, okay, that was surprisingly chill. It might have been because I caught her, like, sleeping. And later on, she called me, when am I going to go back with the aunt that I first arrived with? Because she's also going to be the one taking us, driving us back to the airport, and I was like, okay, 
um, you know, I'll go see them Wednesday or whatever, because, you know, my other uncle is picking us up on Thursday to take us to his place. And she was like, you told me you didn't want to see your other uncle. He's related to us because he is the youngest brother to my mom, the youngest full sibling of my brother to my mom. And so, yeah. And um, I was like, no, I really like him. He's cool. I was talking about seeing your older brother. And she was like, oh, I understood that you didn't want to see him. And I was like, no, I actually wanted to see him. Did you cancel that? Like, if you cancel that and, like, we're not able to get it back, like, you know, you always, like, mess things up like that because you never pay attention to me. And this is why I hate, like, repeating stuff to you or, like, saying, answering your, like, little questions about details or whatever. Because I was like... I was like, I hate answering your little questions like that, because, you know, you never, you never, like, why would I answer a question that I know you most likely don't care about, and you're not going to remember, I just passed by this lady right now, and I was talking about like that, like, she never pays attention to me, and all this stuff, stuff, and it sounded like crazy, or whatever, and, and she just looked at me all weird, uh, it's such um thing uh, i just glad i didn't have i knew that was gonna happen to me at some point during this walk someone's gonna look at me like i'm crazy because i'm just like, like <laughs> talking about my life and like complaining about some of it and they're gonna be like well what's this crazy person doing and they're like walking around having like a nice day with their family and suddenly i come bringing all this like uh like bringing down the mood or something at least that didn't happen as much as usual. So, anyways, as I was saying, yeah. And so, she, I was like, you know, she was like, that's fine, I'll call him or whatever. And I'll like, okay, you call him and like call me back after. And I like let my mom call all my aunts and uncles because I don't really like calling them myself because I don't know what to say but so if I get along well with them I'll call them myself but like some of them I'm not like that close with I'd prefer her treating me like her extension and doing it for me than me doing it because then it's just awkward and sometimes I don't know how to say goodbye and then Either uh, they hang up early or I hang up early and then it kind of just looks rude, but we never talk about it. So that's why I don't call them. So yeah, and throughout our whole, like, my whole, like, LA experience there for, like, those weeks, it was just hard because sometimes, like, because my nephew... isn't used to walking, so he would get tired too easily, and he's not good in social settings, because he doesn't like talking to people, as much as I'm like, you know, you're gonna have to talk to some people, you're gonna be forced to talk to people at times, even if you don't want to do it, 
do it now, so in future, you won't have to, like, you know, when you're an adult and doing it on your own, you won't have to, like, panic and freeze up and act like a little kid. And he's like, no, I don't want to do it. It makes me uncomfortable. This is child abuse. That's not what he says. It's it's a lot worse. But that's, like, a just summary. And so, and then when we're walking, you know, I'm like, you know, you have to keep up. You have to walk faster with us. He was like, no, you guys just, um, like, he was like, no, you guys just walk too fast. And you guys make me do all this walking. It's child abuse. And obviously, again, it's worse than that, but I'm just summarizing it. Anything he doesn't like is child abuse, basically, if you haven't noticed. So, yeah, that made it a lot difficult because he doesn't like listening to other people. Again, he's a self-hating person. Self-hating person can't listen to anyone but themselves because if they listen to anyone, they think that that means that they're beneath them and they're under them and they're worth less than them. And that is going to like hurt your ego because remember, self-hating persons don't have as big as an ego because they, they hate themselves and they're desperately trying to do whatever to survive and keep that ego. So, that was kind of basically my first week and a half of LA, and there's, you know, more things to cover, and, like, basically a part two to this that I'll do later on, hopefully, like, later on today or something, or, uh, I don't know, or tomorrow. When there's like no people around, because today if I do it, there's gonna be people, and I do this in secret, so yeah. But yeah, that's week. No, that's two weeks in LA, part one. <laughs>